Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday, folks. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Clary with you. Hello, Rico. Hello. Program. We always, Hello. We always forget it on Tailgate I Tuesdays. Know. Darn Chick-fil-A. That's actually my fault because I'm running the board okay. from 1 to 2, so I apologize on that. Um, it happens. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. Both those are open for you. All hour long, as well as on the Sutter Heyman Jewelers video stream, where Rico is waving. Um, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Check us out there. We'll throw your comment up on the screen. We'll, you can interact with the show that way as well. We already have a couple texts at the beginning here, but let me uh, run through what we're going to do today on Tuesday's episode. We're going to talk about Husker basketball because they have, obviously, the exhibi- exhibition game tomorrow night. Um, Fred Hoiberg spoke to the media yesterday, said one interesting thing. Well, he said a couple interesting things. Um, one really stuck out to me after hearing Matt Abdomasi on Old School yesterday with DP. So we're going to talk about that, talk about how this coaching staff just, it feels like they are sending the same message, and I actually have proof that they are. So we'll talk about that a little bit and how, what that means going forward for Nebraska basketball. Um, we'll look at the schedule a little bit, talk about expectations. I don't like that. Um, I know a lot of other people are talking about expectations, but looking at the schedule and their first seven games, there's no reason Nebraska should not start seven and no if if they feel um, six and one at the worst. Yeah, if if we all are feeling confident for a good reason because we kind of have an idea of what this team's going to look like in terms of. Um, the the skill set of the players. We don't mm-hmm. know what the lineups are going to look like. Fred even admitted that yesterday that he doesn't know the top five. They're deciding that today after practice. So we'll find out tomorrow. The media guide had a starting five. They did. However, towards the I mean during the season it could change. So I mean it'll never, it'll definitely change. It'll absolutely change. And so they're okay with that and they're embracing that, which is which is really really good. Um, at two thirty, we will actually be joined by Bob Ludwig, the Peru State head coach. He's going to join us for about 10 minutes or so, talk about the Bobcat program, talk about what, how cool of an opportunity it is for um, his guys. Ten of them are from the state of Nebraska. So how cool it is for those guys that play at the NAIA level um, to be able to play at a place like Pinnacle Bank Arena. They have a couple exhibitions coming up against Division One opponents, so we'll dive into that. And then we'll talk about their program a little bit as well. And then the World Series starts tonight. 
It's don't Braves, care. Braves, Astros. Don't care. You say you don't care. There's a more important game going on tonight. The Knicks and 76ers. The Knicks are playing the 76ers Before you tonight. talk about the Knicks, I know you saw my tweet yesterday because you liked it. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Bulls are 4-0 for the first time since 96, baby. DeMar DeRozan led the way with 26 last night. Zach Levine had 22. Congratulations. Chicago's 4-0 with a big game against your New York Knicks on Thursday. Yep. The Knicks, right. the Knicks play the 76ers tonight on TNT, so everybody that's not watching the World Series can tune in to TNT and watch the Knicks mm-hmm. hopefully take down the 76ers for their first win against Philadelphia since April 12th, 2017. Can anybody guess the lineup or anybody that was on the team outside of Carmelo Anthony that, that was on that team in 2017 that beat the Sixers? So we talked about that. We, we talked about I this gave for you a about little bit. five seconds yeah. before the show came on. It was... Ron Baker from Wichita State. Yep. Um, Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Was was Joakim Noah on that team? He was. He didn't play. Oh, he didn't play. The former bull there. <sighs> Taj Gibson? Nope. He was not there. Nope. Um, I, it was later on. That g- was... Give me another one here. Um, A former Laker uh, three-point specialist with a very cool last name. Ooh. Long hair. He is Italian. Italian? Italian. I believe he is. Um Actually no, he's not Italian. Wait, did, Por- did Porzingis play? Nope, Porzingis was okay. not on this team in twenty seventeen. What did Trey Burke play? Trey Burke was not on this team in twenty seventeen. You're not gonna get anybody else on this team. I can almost guarantee it. A, there's a Spanish center, uh very not well known Spanish Willie, center. He Willie has Hernan Gomez. Yep. Okay. Um Was it that Kuz Kuzminakis? Kuz Kuzmin Kuz. Kuzminkus. Kuzminkus. Mindaugus Kuzminkus. Okay. I love him. So we have we have point guard in Ron Baker. Kuzminkus wasn't starting and uh Willie was starting though. So you have Ron Baker was the starting point guard, Melo was the starting small forward, Willie was the starting center. Did Jarrett Jack play for them? Jarrett Jack did not play for this team. Uh, there's a Frenchman. Oh, what did Tim Hardaway? Nope. He was already traded away by this time. Oh, man. Or no, he wasn't on the team yet. I didn't, I didn't get him yet. Okay. Uh, one of the Holiday Brothers. Ooh. Would it have been Drew? Drew? No, Drew was not. No, it was Justin Holiday. I'm just going to oh, give you the okay, names. You're not going to get any of Yes, ideas. thank you. Okay, so Ron Baker, Maurice Endure, Carmelo Anthony, Courtney Lee, Willie Hernan Gomez were the starters. Marshall Marshall Plumley, Chasen Randall, Sasha Vujicic, Justin Holiday, Mindegas Kuzminskis, Kyle O'Quinn, and Joakim Noah were the bench players. And the leading scorer for the team that night was Justin Holiday with 20. And that was the last time that they beat that the 76ers. That was the last time they beat the 76ers was that lineup. Yikes. And they won 114 to 113. And they are 2-1, th- and one, correct, right now? Yep, both this teams is- are 2-1. and one. That's crazy. I'm, I'm glad. Hey, I actually hope that it's a good game. Is is Thursday's game between the Bulls and Knicks on on national television? Uh, probably not. They didn't. Or expect, do we need to? They didn't really expect either team to be good. Do we so need I doubt to it. Uh, get NBA League Pass? I'm not getting League Pass. I'm just going to pay attention to it on 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 the ESPN on app. The ESPN app, which is what I know just what I do it. for games that aren't you, on television. The whole the whole time with the Magic, it was um, just watching Cole Anthony's drain threes. Yeah, it was very annoying. Um, no, it is not on national television. Okay, what a shame. Thursday, 7 p.m. I, I do miss, um, when I had cable television, I do miss having WGN 
because they broadcasted every single Cubs game, mm-hmm. and they, um, they broadcasted every single Cubs game and every single Chicago Bulls game. So what? What a a shame. All right, let's uh let's move on to Nebraska basketball because yeah, different we do, basketball. We do have a uh, sh- we have to have make this first segment a little shorter on Tuesdays. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, about the whole expectation thing. So they seem to be a big storyline heading into the season. Uh, year three, everything, all the, all that's going on. Obviously, not the first uh, most ideal two years to begin with. Uh, with with Fred Hoiberg and company, far from ideal. But but before we get rolling on what we kind of expect or what we will constitute as a successful season, because Rico and I will dive into that here shortly. But before we get rolling on this, here's what Fred Hoiberg had to say yesterday when he talked to the media on on expectations going into this season. Well, sure, it's it's very important. Uh, you know, I think people know what we uh, came into, and there was going to be some growing pains in uh, certainly that first year. Uh, second year, I was proud of how we grew through very difficult times, which a lot of teams experienced, um, you know, us maybe as much as anybody in the country, but we kept battling. Uh, this year is important, you know, going into year three, I, I know that uh, we have expectations, which you want, you want expectations in this business. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we, we're hopefully we talk to our guys every day about it. And, you know, going out there and doing the right things, playing the right way, and, and hopefully putting ourselves in a position to do something that's never been done. Uh, here with Nebraska basketball. So, yeah, you want those expectations. You want that pressure. That's what this job's all about. Now, take what you just heard there and hear yesterday on Old School right at 4 o'clock with DP, Matt Abdelmasi, Husker basketball assistant, spoke about expectations and why Nebraska is such a fantastic place. And, and it was such an appealing place back in 2019 when Fred and Matt were kind of deciding where they wanted to go. Fred, obviously, at the top, but Matt didn't. I mean, Matt admitted that he was heavily involved in the decision as well. And, and so here's what Matt said yesterday on Old School regarding kind of the same subject. A little bit of a longer clip. Just stick with us. Do you know what we took over 28 months ago? Mm-hmm. It was arguably the worst inherited roster in college basketball history. There was there was one player. And the second worst job inherited in college basketball history was the school I just came from, my alma mater. Yeah. And if anybody wants to look it up, it's it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. There is a process that comes with that, and I'm not sure people understand the difficulty of rebuilding in the best conference in the country. There's 13 other programs that are not rebuilding. They're reloading every year. We're rebuilding. And for us to have even a sliver of expectations attached to us in year three, one is a borderline miracle, and two speaks volume. We know what we're doing, and – because I think you know this better than anyone because you have a more inside look than most people. 
we definitely have expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what makes us who we are. We didn't come to Nebraska just to chill. We came to Nebraska to do something that's never been done before. So with those two clips in mind, I, we're going to play a shorter clip from each of those that I kind of cut up and made it into a snippet, a, a smaller clip. But I want to I want to tell you and point out the similarities in the message that this staff is is um, is sent, sending to Husker Nation to their players. So we're going to have Fred Hoiberg from his a snippet from his clip and a, and, a, and a snippet from Matt's clip that was all happened yesterday. And I want you guys to to recognize the similarities on the message that they're sending to to Husker Nation. So go ahead, Rico. Going into year three, I, I know that uh, we have expectations, what you want. You want expectations in this business. Hopefully we talk to our guys every day about it and, you know, going out there and doing the right things, playing the right way, and, and hopefully putting ourselves in a position to do something that's never been done. We definitely have expectations. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us who we are. We didn't come to Nebraska just to chill. We came to Nebraska to do something that's never been done before. We came to Nebraska to do something that's never been done before. Something that both guys said. And you know it rings throughout that whole program. Shannon Lum said the same thing to uh, DP earlier this year when, when she came on the show before she went to Dallas. And she was here before for... She, before, before she moved yeah, up to the NBA. She, she was here for a mo- less than a month and a half or, or a month and a half or something like that. And she was already indoctrinated into the culture of, yeah. you know, we're trying to do something that's ever been done here. We want to do what Nebraska basketball has yet to do in, in their entire program's history, and that is make an NCAA tournament, win a game, mm-hmm. and go farther than that. And here's, here's the interesting part. Um, this is where I can turn it over to you guys, 464-5685. What... Are what constitutes a successful season for you in in your eyes? What constitutes a successful season? And and here's an interesting part that I want to point out. Hearing those two or three clips, more importantly, the last one where it showed how and it you could audibly hear how they were on the same page without even being asked the same question. It still worked back to that idea of they want to change the idea and the perception both locally and nationally about Nebraska basketball. We talk about it with the baseball staff with Lance Harvell and Will Bolt and how they sound the same. Literally. They are on the same page with whether it's goals. They're on the same page with how they approach the day-to-day grind of, of building their baseball program. Mm-hmm. And they found success as a result. We talk about it with the Husker volleyball program. And I don't need to tell you guys this, how much success they have. But we get to talk to Jalen Reyes quite often, and, and he and Tyler Hildebrand and John Cook, they're all on the same page. They're speaking the same message to the volleyball the volleyball team, the program. You ask the players a question, they all have the same, Bingo. Not, I mean, not the same answer, but they all echo the same it's sentiment. It's the same idea. They all echo the same sentiment and, and everything that's been that's been talked about in the halls of the volleyball program, the halls of the basketball program. It just rings it rings true. It all it yeah. all goes together and every player, every coach, every staff member knows the message and what their teams are trying to accomplish and how they want to go about accomplishing those those goals. Yeah, and that's where I, I then look at this Husker basketball program. And it's a team that and it's a program that has not found much success. We we all know that. Um, they, however, are on the same page and we get to talk about, we get to talk to CJ Wilcher and Kobe Webster at least once a week. You guys get to hear directly from them once a week here on, on the ticket on their show, the truth, the truth shall set you free. You got to hear from Derek Walker on Saturday at the upside bar and lounge. We've heard from Wilhelm Breidenbach a couple of times. 
and it's all it's all the same message. They're all they're all um, embracing this this idea of coming to Nebraska to do something that hasn't been done before. You heard it from Bryce McGowan's. Is that that was a that's a big reason on why a lot of I mean when you're talking about recruiting, especially at college basketball, when it takes just one or two or or three guys to really shift the idea of a program and and how they and really flip a program from being bad to being competitive even at the highest level yes you have to worry about um, a coaching staff being on the same page and, and how you want to game plan and and you have to have a couple things fall your way throughout you the course of the season with said player yes you have to have a couple things fall your way throughout the course of the season but that's a big reason why some guys go to schools is they want to be the guy however, at Nebraska, it's obvious, and it's it's encouraging heading into a game against, um, I mean, Prue State, Colorado, or yeah, Colorado on Saturday, on mm-hmm. Sunday, and then you start no or Western Illinois on November 9th. That's when it starts. And however, I mean, Fred talked about it yesterday a little bit. Is he remembers his first year? I mean, they came out in their first exhibition, and they didn't make a basket in the first six minutes. Which, if you know anything about Fred Hoiberg's type of offense. That's not, not usually what. That's not a characteristic of it. That's not something that should ever happen in a Fred Hoiberg offense. The 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 mm-hmm. scoring droughts that have plagued the Nebraska basketball program for multiple coaches, yeah, uh, are something that a Fred Hoiberg offense should not really have to experience at all ever. Um, with with the type of shots that they try to create, with the speed at which they go, with how they attack off of rebounds, off of missed shots, off of made shots, even um, a scoring drought should not be something that they experience. And and like I said, and this will we'll wrap it up here in a couple minutes. We'll take a peek at the schedule, looking ahead. This is why I personally am excited and, and interested in the upcoming season, to the extent that I am, because when we talk about the baseball, the volleyball, um, and, and there's other programs at Nebraska that are are like this. I'm not trying to dog any other programs, but this is. I mean, there's transparency. There's we we get to hear and listen to how they approach day to day work. Um, people, I mean, DP gets to watch practice. Tom got to watch practice. There's people. Tom was gushing about yeah. watching practice, the basketball practice today. There's a lot to be excited about. And and when we talk about those other programs that already have found success, something that they have in common, whether it's baseball, volleyball, or now even basketball, but however, we're yet to see success from Nebraska basketball, is that the coaching staff, the people that are put in charge to make decisions and make the call, are unified. And that they're sending the same message, a consistent message of success. And they're instilling that into their program. And and I guess that's a time to look back, and, and that's the one of the first places you can look at a program and see if they're not having success, is you can look and say, all right, is their coaching staff unified? How many different messages are these players being sent? Yeah. There, there are coaching staffs um, around the country where – you you see players saying one thing, coaches saying another, uh, other coaches saying one thing, mm-hmm. uh, and and it just seems like the message has been muddled along the way, and it's like a game of telephone where yeah. one person hears one thing, another person hears another. But with this coaching staff currently, and and a bunch of the other uh, sports sports staffs, athletic staffs here here at Nebraska, you you've noticed a trend of one message throughout the entire program everybody knows what it is everybody knows what it's going to take to accomplish it and it just takes working towards that goal all together as one unit to make it happen yeah and so that's why that's a big reason one of the many reasons that I'm I'm pumped up to watch Nebraska because number one we're getting to know the players not as players but as people 
Number two, which we've been able to do, I don't want you guys to think I'm dogging other programs. We've been able to do that with with baseball. We've been able to do that with volleyball. We've been able to do that with women's football, basketball. With women's basketball, Michael Caton's played a big part in that. It's not just men's basketball, but I'm saying that we're able to now um, learn about athletes as people, which makes it much easier to cheer for them. Not just athletes on the court or athletes in a in a in a recording of a, of an interview post game, mm-hmm. pre game you know, during the game, whatever, you're getting to know them more outside of outside of the University of Nebraska and more of, you know, the person that they are as opposed to the, the student athlete that they are. However, when we do talk about their their program, their team that they're a member of, they're all hearing the same message on the men's basketball team I'm talking about. They're hearing the same message. And in, in recent years, both here at Nebraska and, and not at Nebraska, when a coaching staff is unified – and sending the same message to their players, that usually results in success, which gives you um, some some excitement to, to head into the season with um, and, and stuff like that. All right, let's, let's move on to the schedule here. We got about a minute and a half left in this segment. So like I said earlier, Bob Ludwig is going to be joining us. He's the Peru State head coach. Um, before they head into Pinnacle Bank Arena tomorrow, I'm interested to hear about his program. They returned a couple uh, honorable mention All-Americans. They had a lot of success. They made the national championship in 2018-2019. So a couple years ago, obviously COVID had a, ha- played a part in their season last year. So they struggled last year. Um, but I- I'm curious to see what he and his staff, they have a newer addition on the for assistant coach. Um, I- I'm curious to see how what his message is to the guys going into tomorrow night where obviously they're an underdog. They're not expected to win They're It's probably going to be decided by a wide margin as a Husker fan. You hope it's decided by a wide margin. However, there's still some, some value that a team like Peru state can learn from this. And also they're going to have a team. They're going to have to play Colorado state down the road here in a couple weeks on the road. And, and what can his, his guys learn from those two games? And it's interesting because they play, obviously, an exhibition against Nebraska Wednesday night, but they start their regular season the next night against Spurgeon College at home. And so it's, it's interesting to see how uh, Coach, Coach Ludwig is going to handle minutes, handle guys how many are playing, and, and all that good stuff. So Nebraska, Peru State tomorrow night, 6 p.m., and then Nebraska obviously has Colorado on Sunday for that charity exhibition game as well. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, Coach Ludwig of Peru State, up next on the happy hour. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.